Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're talking about Game 3, uh, the Hawks and the Bucks. But first thing before we get into Game 3, just, I just want to talk a little bit about the Hawks in general. Now, we all know this team is a very solid team, but myself and probably a lot of other people would agree with me on this as well as I thought they could beat I thought they could beat the Knicks. Yeah, no problem. But now we know the 76ers didn't play the greatest basketball, but but I definitely didn't think they would beat the Sixers and I of course didn't necessarily think they would win game 1 against Milwaukee. Well, I'm saying I'm here to say that I I'm throwing all of my doubts out the window. Going back to saying that they're a very good team, it that they're a very good team is is that we know they are good, but it just feel like Trey Young just always has some sort of effect in this whole team. Yes, we already know that he's their one of their leaders, if not the leader, but it's just something else. A lot of critics don't have the best thing to say about Trey Young all the time. And and Young, it's like he either takes that like it's personal or he just like he just like ignores it, throws it away, just doesn't let that get to him and he feeds off of it. And and it's it rubs over to his everlasting confidence uh, in himself and his basketball ability that it goes to his teammates as well. Like that shimmy before that three the other night, I'm sitting there watching going like, oh, no, he did not just do that. I believe he did it in this game three too. And now I know they did not win this game three, but it's just some something that has helped them continue an unexpected run, something that we didn't think that they would make this far. And obviously, I'm not counting them out of this series yet. Um, but anyways, we're, we're talking about game three bucks and the Hawks. Um, uh, well, not much else to say, but, but anyways, I, I say one thing to say real fast. I say, welcome back to the show every single time, but that's, that's assuming I get no new listeners. Uh, and so welcome to the show if you're new, but anyways, on to game three. So the Bucks win this one 113-102 after pulling away in really the fourth quarter. But in the second half, the Hawks stole game one in Milwaukee. And now the Bucks come and take it right back and get control back in this series up 2-1 now. Now moving on to, to this game. This game was really changed in the fourth quarter. And that is when the Bucks really did a good job of pulling away. And it was really all thanks to Chris Middleton. He scored 20 of his playoff career high, 38 points in the fourth quarter just activating takeover mode to help propel the bucks to a victory Giannis said what he did today was unreal well he's got that right middleton had 20 of the bucks 30 points in that fourth quarter and the hawks scored 17 total he scored he outscored the hawks on his own and he put and he he outscored the hawks on his own and i i mean the hawks had the lead heading into this last quarter but in a game that is close like this in a game with so much importance you're going to need to have a player who's able to step up so late in in a game and be able to power through and the bucks had that tonight when the hawks didn't we all know who the guy is for this team and it's Giannis. but when you are in the playoffs going for championships you can't have a one-man band running the show especially since you obviously see the best teams in the see the best teams uh, in the league in the playoffs. Now going back to Giannis, Giannis is the guy um, when but when you have another guy able to step up like Middleton did last night, they become an even scarier team. Like going back to one of those first round games for the Bucks. Uh, obviously for the for the Heat, the shots just weren't hitting and they seemed out of sorts, but like when Bren Forms came in, 
off the bench in one of those games and scored something like 24 or 25 points off the bench. It helped the Bucks pull away. They're already going to have help from Giannis. It just depends on who the, that second guy can be. And it was Middleton here last night. It makes them such, such a scarier team when other guys are stepping up. Also, Trey was still back to his old shenanigans, pulling up from the logo and hitting it. She can't leave him at all. He finished with 35 points. Just even even though they won this game, or the Bucks won this game, you're gonna need to do. You 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 can't feel safe totally with him still going off. And again, it's like going back, going back to like Giannis and Middleton. It's hard to contain them, but you got to do the best you can in the playoffs in the important moments. Um, it's. But going back to Trey Young, it's like, well, it's not going back. We're still talking about him. But but finish with 35 points. It's like you're making a prediction for these games, and it's like 76ers will win. But what about Trey? The 76ers are clear a better team, but Trey Young. Well, it's, it's another thing that is not even necessarily a bad loss because the Hawks shouldn't even necessarily even be here right now. There was no Eastern Conference Finals expectations, in my opinion, before the season started. Now, I expected them, yeah, they might be good enough to make the playoffs now based off the way John Collins uh, and Trey Young have developed and how much better their role pieces and other starters like Herter have gotten. And they're such good shooters, too. You can't mention that. And Clint Capella, double-double machine, in my opinion. And if, and if they do go in to, to lose it, go on to lose this series, it, it's kind of like the beginning. Going over your bumpy road and learning how to lose and getting that experience. Then coming back even stronger the next couple of seasons. I just feel like it's kind of tough to see them winning this series unless Herter or Bogdanovich goes unconscious during a game or something. And then there's just there's just going to be need to be another consistent guy alongside Young if they want to win a chip. They're still a very, very good team. And I'm not saying at all that the Bucks are just going to come in here and easily win this win this series in five games because Trey Young will win them another game. But then again, I will not say they are clearly going to be eliminated because that's what we all said when they played the 76ers. And like I said before, I'm not counting out the, the Hawks ever again in this year's playoffs and in years to come talking now it's now yeah, well what else we'll, we'll just talk about some stats now and maybe a little bit more and then the outro uh, i don't know why i'm telling you this now but moving on we're going to talk some stats so 38 points and 11 rebounds and seven assists a good all-around game for middleton 33 points for for Giannis, uh, 11 rebounds two offensive rebounds uh, a couple of steals and a block uh, Portis with 15 off the bench and over to Atlanta. Uh, Gallinari at 18 in 36 minutes with 50% and two of three from three point range. Uh, eight points for Bogdanovich, 11 for Herter, 35 for Young, and 13 for Collins. Um, now we're we're just gonna a little bit of update and the Bucks shot. Uh, 51% for field goals and to Atlanta's 46, 37% from three to Atlanta's 40%. Both had 12 turnovers. Milwaukee heavily out-rebounded the Hawks 50-35. to 35. Now we're going to move on and talk about some of the takeaways from this game that I have. All right, so now we got some takeaways from this game. Uh, Trey Young rolled his ankle in this game, and now we wonder if he'll be healthy or not. Now, 
he did say it what he say it's something like it's hurting and it's sore um now there there's probably i don't know zero percent chance they win without him he's oh yeah he did say it was sore and hurting and so who knows will it be reduced minutes will he be fine but that's just a takeaway he obviously stepped on that ref's foot and turned it or sprained it um and he needs to be healthy and that that's why it's just turning into a takeaway um the second takeaway is the hawks really have a legitimate shot but only if they can cut down on other players obviously i've t- I talked about it um middleton went off he's a very good player and obviously it's very hard to stop Giannis. but what you can do to put yourself in the best situation is to cut down on other players Looking back at the stats in this game, it would have been easy pickings for the Hawks had they cut down on Middleton because it was close throughout the whole game. Uh, but but you have but it's seventy one. I mean, I know how good Middleton is, and I also know that it can be very hard to stop as well. But only one of the only ways they have a chance is to stop other players. Portis had fifteen off the bench. Not, but other than that, seventy-one of the hundred and thirteen points came straight from Middleton and Giannis. Um, also, for the Hawks, they didn't score; they only scored two points in the final four minutes. You're gonna have to do a little bit better than that if you want to beat the Hawks. Uh, beat the Hawks. Beat the Bucks. Uh, I, I don't know what I say sometimes. I can't talk. Um, but but yeah, like like looking at this, thirty-three points for Giannis, thirty-eight points for Middleton. 15 for Portis off the bench. Everyone else that played had 3, 5, 0, 0, 6, and 3. Lopez had 10. But if you if you had cut down on this on the I mean this game was close. It was it was tied at halftime and then the the Hawks had a 2-point lead going into the final period and and it's it's just I mean you can maybe call this a third takeaway. You can't score two points in the final four minutes. You also can't only score seventeen points in a quarter. And you you gotta if you're able to if they were able to contain Middleton or Giannis a little bit more, this game could have been theirs. But it's just the the lack of scoring to, at the end of the game, and I don't know if they're out of gas or what, but the lack of scoring at the end of the game, and the inability to cut down on players other than Giannis. And if they're able to do that, they can win this series. But without that, they will, they will have a very, very hard time winning this series. Um, but that's really going to do it for this episode. Uh, that's Those are my takeaways. Those are my opinions. Those are my stats. It's what I thought about this game. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fast Break Sports. Uh, throw me a follow if you enjoyed this. Um, tell your friends whatever you want. I don't care. Um, just, uh, and also send me a voice message if you, if you want me to do something to improve my podcast, but, but anyways, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fast Break Sports. I am Preston Green and I'll talk to you next time on the show. And by the way, I think Wimbledon should be coming soon and definitely the remainder of the NBA playoffs. Uh, I'll figure that out, but, but look out for that. Um, and I'll talk to you next time on Fast Break Sports.